Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time mayor of the great city of Downey, and I'm here with my co-host and my partner in crime, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're watching, you're listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. How are you, Mario? I'm doing great, thank you. Good, How are you? you? Good. You know, we we just I don't know when this, when this is going to publish, but we just came back from the Downey Chamber uh, installation, their yes. annual installation. Yes. It's like 150 years. Yeah. It, that's what Michael yeah. Michael Calvert, the director of the chamber, yeah. he says 150 years. I don't know if it was exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. But and maybe was, he wasn't. And what was the thing? And the Patriots been a forever too kind of thing that he mentioned. Mm-hmm. That a, he was joking a little bit on the time, but it was a long, right. long time with Jennifer Decay and everything. It else. has been, yeah. yeah. And so, but no, it, it was actually a good event. This is an annual installation when the chamber uh, it's run by a board of directors yes. so every year there's, there's a new president there's a new board that comes on they kind of rotate around and so lots of awards for the outgoing members and you kind of swear in the new president new president daniel andrade do you yes. know do you know daniel? I, I only know him cursory on there i think he's a realtor yeah he's a n- so, nice guy yeah. nice guy he spoke fairly eloquently and so forth so i think it was nice <laughs> yeah i, I think so too i know <laughs> <laughs> um uh, no it was a good event um a couple of long speeches uh but <laughs> yeah but very it was it was good I noticed Mario that you weren't introduced as you're a four you're a two time former mayor of the great city of Downey and you weren't you were not introduced. I'm just a has been. I think Rick Rodriguez <laughs> wasn't introduced either. He so wasn't introduced. As two of us former mayors, we kinda of look at her and just laugh and it's okay. We're we're has been's in their mind and I'm good with that. I'm I just like to, you know, needle you. I a know. Bit. As long as my wife knows who I am most of the time I'm good. And our <laughs> our listeners know that you're yes. a former two time mayor. Thank you so much for our listeners and for you. The great city Downey. But yeah, it was a little weird, but it's yeah. all good. It's all good. So um, today we're recapping Downey City Council. There was a city, city council meeting on on Tuesday. You know, on its face, it didn't seem like it was a big council meeting, but actually it was because they approved a budget, mm-hmm. which is huge, $115 million. Uh, it is, it is, yeah. And that's what, you know, pays the bills, and that's looking at the budget, we know what is going to be happening in the city for, for the next yeah. Fiscal year. I want to ask you, Mario, because you you have a, you've done eight city budgets. How much work goes into the into the budget? But more specifically, if you have you know like a pet project that you want you, that you want included in the city, how do you get that in there? Is it political? Is it kind of streamlined? It's how, a combination it of both. Okay, so. What happens is there's a process. I mean, this was the last meeting in June is always when it's done because it starts July 1st. But it really starts off in February Mm -hmm. and and then in March. And then you do have a big meeting where things are presented to the council. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's usually a special besides a council meeting. It's open to the public, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also has a lot to do with the budget subcommittee. Budget subcommittee has huge powers Mm -hmm. uh, in there. It's got to be approved by the entire council. Mm -hmm. But I was on there for eight years, so you have a working relationship with the finance people. But... Basically, a little bit is political. Council members make known what their pet projects or mm-hmm. things that they want to move forward. Sure. Uh, and then the city uh, manager kind of plays around with it, massages it. Mm-hmm. So there's there shouldn't have been and there wasn't any surprises when they mm-hmm. comes up. There's mm-hmm. the things that 
the council has lobbied in the last couple of weeks. I know mm-hmm. that they were, I saw some things and some emails and stuff that are public that, you know, they were being lobbied by other groups for more money and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it is a process. Each council member does have a opportunity to have an influence on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, and you don't know which parts they were uh, because they got approved overall. Mm-hmm. But right. if you watch, you got to watch three months worth and see what the projects were. What were some of the things that you pushed when you were on that council? Oh. That, maybe, that maybe the public doesn't know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you that, I mean, the downtown stuff was always that way. Uh, I, I pushed for beautification. I pushed for, you know, doing those power boxes. We did 40 of them during yeah. my time. Little things. That wasn't a sure. lot of money. It was, mm-hmm. you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 here and there, which adds up. Um, the big thing is you have a budget number to influence uh, the community groups mm-hmm. and how you appropriate the community development block money. Uh, so that was kind of uh, an influencing. Right. It's it's funny is because when you first come on, every council member, the good city managers like Jerry Caden, he was two city managers ago, mm-hmm. and he had been there for so long. But he, um, you come on the council, and it's almost like he does something for you, mm-hmm. like like you know what do you want done? And then it's almost like he gives you this favor. He makes it seem, uh, and then and then you know he comes back to you, and later on it's like he's got a. He's got something on you. Not got right. something on you, but he did you a favor. Sure. So when I came on board, one of the first things that now I look back and I laugh, but it was legitimate. I used to, the police uh, department did not have a fence around their cars where they parked their cars. So I had been chaplain before already for the police department. So I used to always ask all the officers I rode mm. along with, if you were King of Downey and money was no object, what would you do for the city and the mm-hmm. police department? And almost one of the top three things was always, you know, I'd put a fence around yeah. where we park our cars because we get off at two in the morning sometimes yeah. and there's bad wide people. Open. Yeah, some of them had been scratched their cars or this mm-hmm. and that. So that was one of my things when I came on. I go, Jerry, I want to have mm-hmm. a fence put out about there. Right. So that got done right away. Yeah. And it's so funny is to me, I didn't understand the process or yeah. what did, mm-hmm. but later on I realized that. You know, he just took it out of the general funds, bought this fence, yeah. and then it was like, okay, Mario, I did one of your wishes. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you get more experience, you wish you should have wished for something bigger. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Sure. But that was mine. I remember one of the council members wanted a brick wall on the corner of Lakewood and Imperial. There's a mobile home park to kind of divide. So that was. You look back and you laugh. That was the city manager giving him, sure. here's your favor. Okay, welcome aboard. You right. know, don't fire me. Right. You know, <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Interesting. So I'm reading this article uh, from Alex Dominguez and the Downey Patriot about this year's budget, or 23-24. Uh-huh. And he's writing that the budget includes uh, staffing for, for new positions. Right. Or maybe not new positions, but positions that – that were maybe um, vacated, right. you know, in the last couple of years, including, you know, there's funding for an economic development director, you know, because we, we lost him. I'm surprised that wasn't already budgeted. But interesting, there's a homelessness solu- solutions right. manager and a uh, and code enforcement. There's more, there's more, and we, we talked about this briefly, right. but there's more code right. enforcement, specifically, right. I think, related to businesses i think that was kind of interesting too it is interesting on there i mean code enforcement used to be in the police department then it got moved during my administrations on there into uh economic development and i think we've gone away from code enforcement the last couple years when you know because of the pandemic yeah and especially when it comes to business 
you see a lot of businesses out there. I mean, you know, we always, you know, businesses suffered so much. So you have a lot of empathy for them. Right. But it was even brought up at the council meeting about, you know, businesses, the lighting and the crazy lighting on some of them. Right. You know, it's just been the wild, wild west. So mm-hmm. I think they're trying to rein it in a little bit, which yeah. might be a good thing. Right. So, and you know, code enforcement is always kind of funny, too, because it always goes based on, if there, there's a certain percentage of them that are proactive for the mm-hmm. code enforcement officers, but some of it is, has to be on referrals. So what happens is somebody goes to your, uh, tells on you and your house, and the code enforcement goes out there, hey, you built this illegal you know, roof on this thing and so forth. And you go, and you say, well, no, hey, you know, Mario down the street has the same exact yeah. thing on there. So now they have to go check out Mario's illegal yeah. screen, and the whole, you know, right. so it just it just uh, continues mm-hmm. to to go down yeah. the line like that. So it's kind of interesting, you yeah, know, how it works. Uh, there's also increases to the Downey Police and Fire uh, budgets, which is it happens every year. Yeah. It, it gets more I think expensive. Overall, it was like five percent. Five percent. So uh, there's also. A about three hundred thousand dollar increase to Siaka, and I think that overall budget I think it's shared between different cities. Yeah, that was uh, that one. To be honest with you, that surprised me a little bit. That seemed yeah. a little high. It seems high. It's not that big portion of the budget, so percentage wise, three hundred thousand was a it's, lot. It seems kind of high. Yeah, it so. does, and also you know a little off topic, but I do wish Siaka. You know, when when I was running for city council. One of my goals was to hopefully make Siaka a, a no kill shelter, yeah. and that's been there have been there's been protests over at Siaka about um, you know people upset with, with the number of animals that are put down. And I know there's two sides to every story, but right. I do wish Siaka was a no no kill shelter like so many others right. are are becoming yeah. right now. But you know what's contradictory to Siaka is mm-hmm. because they they you want people to adopt pets mm-hmm. and animals. But then they're not open that often. Yeah, you know oh, their yeah. hours are very limited. So maybe this three hundred thousand is to open up more. Yeah, hopefully because you can save animals by being more accessible to adoption. Absolutely, you know. So that was a big because deal. it's one of those things where you can't really see it online. Yeah, it's not the same when you're adopting. Yeah. You got to see the animal in person. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you know. So Eric, the biggest portion of this budget, and it's sixty-two percent of the budget, is on the police and fire. Uh, I believe uh, 43 million and so was police department, 27 million on the fire department. So 62% sounds like a high number, and it is. It is yeah. But one of the things we're proudest of is the independence of the city of Downey having its own police and its own fire. Right. Uh, and so that was about a 5% increase. And I'll tell you, you we get a lot of bang for our buck. Mm-hmm. You know, so you we you could save cost and money and so forth here and there and nickel and dime it on there, but I'd rather have it and spent in our public safety and you know, and I, I'm, I, I'm comfortable with that. I, I agree. You know, there's other cities that pay far less uh, for you know for their law enforcement, but it's because they don't have their own police department right. and they, they contract right. with the sheriff's department a hundred percent or rather have the police department, the Downey p- police than the LA County Sheriff's department. Right. Right. No, there's no, there's no question. It's not just that it's a better department. You have better oversight. You have control over it. If yeah. there's something that you don't like within your police department, you can actually take care of it. Right. You have your police chief who's being held accountable Absolutely. and beyond that you have your mayor you have your council members who are held accountable right. you i've seen so many other cities who who have who struggle with the sheriff's department there's nothing they can do right. they're well, assigned we, captains we, we know that we know that in norwalk i think mm-hmm. last year they had some issues with la county where mm-hmm. they wrote 
you know, and, and we're trying to, hey, we want more action on this and you're not helping us. And no, and I, I laughed a little bit because they were unhappy and the council discussed it. And their their decision was to write a strongly worded letter to the LA County yeah. Sheriff's Department. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. You know, you're kind of you get what you pay for. Yeah. And yeah. I think residents of Downey are happy to pay a premium to have their own police and fire. No, it's, it's a I, great thing. We, we, I always will. I will always. Do. You know, right now, if the council's upset because they're getting too much issue, too many issues from uh, you know from the residents on there. Council tells one person, mm -hmm. the city manager, right. and the city manager comes down on Chief Leslie or on Chief yeah. Dan on there. So that's it. It's that chain of command, Absolutely. that simple on there that they both chiefs report to one person who then reports to the yeah. city council. And as that. a resident, if you if you have an issue and you want to talk to the police chief or the yeah. fire chief, they're both very accessible. Very I so. see them at events and they have they have public you yeah. know coffees or whatever. So it's a yeah. benefit to yeah. being here. Downey. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. So anyways, um, one thing that stood out, uh, city has about 33 million in reserves. Okay. That's a good number. Uh, How does that know, compare to previous? It was, it's less than mm -hmm. on there. When I left on there, and, and that was a, a my record year, I, I don't take the credit for it completely. I was part of that process. But 41% of our general funds was in reserve. Yeah. So we had a big number on there. Yeah. So they've been using certain amount. I mean, the pandemic, uh, actually didn't take away as much as you would have thought because yeah. the federal government helped in so much. Mm -hmm. There's some cities like Long Beach that just announced that, you know, obviously they have a balanced budget, mm -hmm. but next year they're going to be 30 some odd million short because all this pandemic money yeah. that was, this is the last year they're getting it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not sure of the percentage for the city of Downey, but that's a fair number. Yeah. That's a good number. And I'm comfortable with it being yeah. a, a fiscal moderate conservative type on there. So as long as that. it stays there, right? And as long as it stays there. Because so, and it's used for its purpose, which is for right. the emergency. Right. And the, the one thing, the times were in our basic rule, used to be, I remember Dr. Brosmer and myself and so forth, our basic rule on the council was once in a while, depending on the situation, to use it for one-time uh, expenses, yeah. never to use it for ongoing expenses. The one year that we had really bad situation was, you know, 2008, and you, yeah. know, you had the whole recession going on, right. and we had to take a fire engine out for almost right. a year. So we did borrow some on their a million dollars out of reserves. As soon as we could, we put it back in. Yeah. So that those kind of things. So yeah, it makes yeah. Some common sense. So what else happened, City Council? Uh, well, there was it was interesting. Uh, some people called the action to our residents to you know to get more involved, and especially they talked about Father Con and about Father Figures because they just talked. You know, we just had Father's Day recently, mm -hmm. uh, and. <laughs> Am I boring you? <laughs> no, no. It's it's been. It's, it's I, I have a baby at home, oh. and she she has a different clock. Yes, and she doesn't really consult with me. She's on, getting really on cute. Schedule. By the way. Thank uh, you. No, she wasn't. Cute, Thank you. She's, cute. she's getting yeah, cuter. Yeah, she's yeah, cuter. yeah, yeah, cuter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that is out there. She was she was up actually this morning at two, and then at four oh. for feeding. Oh. And, was, and she's wide awake too. Oh. She's, she's not. She she doesn't wake up. You know, kind of groggy. She's wide awake. It's she wants wow. to play. I just want to play. You know, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Um, anyways, um, so going back, uh, this week was the first week of eight weeks for the concerts in the park. Yeah. I know those are always well attended on there. You know, I miss your jokes. I know, yeah. Even though they're corny. You know, they're corny. <laughs> and then you, you, I think you repeated a couple of times. But over, but we don't have jokes anymore. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't. I volunteer my services on there. It was It's funny as because my church also now – 
expects my dad jokes and and several people bought me stupid dad joke books you know <laughs> so the one-liners and father yeah. tony's my pastor he's always uh going back and forth for that you know for for the jokes and stuff so um they talked about uh saying on the budget they talked about funding for nonprofits in the city yeah. uh one of the things that came up and i think mayor Formetta brought it up was about funding the rose float association making a line item right. in the uh budget which mm-hmm. was kind of interesting for more funding for more funding because i think you know yeah. I, and i i didn't research the amount um but the the, the rose float has already gotten funding from the city yeah. and that kind of set a precedent because then you, you started getting other or- organizations approach the city for funding uh, the Johnny Symphony was was one of them. You know, they they say, hey, the city gave out money for to the Rose Float. We're a nonprofit. We do good work. Yeah. Why we want you know we want part of the action. It, it's valid, mm-hmm. and and that's why you have to be careful. You go down the slippery slope, you know. And we were all trying to be, and I'm telling you, my council colleagues for the eight years, we were all very conscious of that. Mm-hmm. We all wanted to give away some money that we could, and we all had our favorite. Uh, nonprofits, but if you give to one, you got to consider the merits of everyone. Right. So it is a slippery slope. Well, look, look at the fees right now. Yeah. So you just talked. Uh, so they gave away, or I, I don't. They were, they were. It was up on there to vote on it, to do the waive the fees for LA Pride for LA Cata for uh, Downey Pride so for Downey Pride. Right. But it was for LA. Uh, excuse me for LA Cata. Yes. I, had asked to. For twenty five thousand, instead of doing that, right. they said they'll look at waiving the fees. But it came out to eighteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So you got eighteen thousand, which included like four police officers' times mm-hmm. and all these other things. So, so the the big group that's coming, that's forming on Saturday, uh, July first, uh, Calvary Chapel uh, Downey is hosting the fireworks extravaganza and a whole family day, right? So it was going to be. So they're kind of came to the council saying. Wait a second! You're going to waive eighteen thousand for Downey Pride. Mm-hmm. We're spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. here to do this free fireworks for the community, right. and you want to charge us fees. So their fees were a little bit less; was like five thousand. Okay. So, but that's the problem. So now because here's twenty some thousand dollars, and then where's the next group? I well, would ask for the of money, course the, fees the, the, the Christmas the Christmas parade. Yeah, and then you got the street fair, yeah. and there's there's so many events happening yeah. here. It's gonna be one after another. How do you say yes to one? And no to another. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't no, know. I think it's I think it's an issue, and that's a slippery slope. So then I don't know how they're going to get the toothpaste back in. Yeah. But the council has an issue because but it, it's know, valid. And now if they're giving, if they're going to consider giving more money to the to the rose float, it, it's continuing the, the, this this issue because now there's there's so many you know worthwhile organizations in Downey that are doing good work right. besides. The Rose Float. Right. And the Rose Float, they, they do tremendous work. This sure. isn't anything about oh, them no, specifically. No, we love it. It's a, it's a, it is a, it's a free advertisement for the city. And, of and, course. And, and, and talk about pride, how the pride that we see watching them going down the parade. Of course. It's but, amazing. And now what I'm going to argue is, okay, Rose Float does great work. You know, when I was president of Gangs of Downey, yeah. you don't, you guys don't think that keeping kids out of gangs is important. Right. I, I would argue that could be more important. Right. You know, we want some money too. How about the ARC? What the ARC does on here for our special needs friends and so forth. How about what the YMCA Absolutely. does and is going to do? So the YMCA you, needs uh, money right now. So, yeah. You know, yeah. and so yeah. you have money for them, yeah. but no money for us. Yeah. It, it's. It, 
it's I don't know. How do you justify it? You can't. I know. I know. So you can. It's a slippery slope. That's why the best thing to do is to be careful when you do the first one. And I think and what now, and what bugs me too is you know, it's I don't want to say it's you know it's a city full of clicks here in Downey. You know, it's it's who you know. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of friendships. And I think, you know, I think sometimes people take advantage of that, you know, and that, that's always been my biggest kind of pet peeve about Downey in general. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of them, but my <laughs> biggest pet peeve is that it's very like clickish, you know, you gotta be in with the in crowd, you know, there's like 111,000 people here in Downey, you know, it's sometimes and we're all giving, we're, you know, as a city, we're giving awards to the same people. We're just rotating people. Go to the city council meeting. There's awards to the same people the same 10 12 15 people it's rotating you can call the award whatever it is mm -hmm. depend depending on who the mayor is they're going to call the award the same thing mm -hmm. but you're just rotating people and it gets kind of tiresome in the last two months there's been some of the mayor's legacy and i'm not putting down the mayor or the the recipients on there but two of the mayor's legacy people are some of the same people that i gave the same award mm -hmm. on there had the diaconia award right on there before the mathises on there i gave them the award back in 2009 mm -hmm. uh and i looked at them I'm like great they're very deserving of course but yeah. it's kind of interesting but there's a lot of and, people here so, yeah and sometimes there's no institutional knowledge from that i mean this council uh, you know, again, it's, I mean, they're doing their best on there, uh, but there's no institutional knowledge. And then with the staff turnover right. so big, there's no institutional knowledge. So some of those things, sometimes I want to like reach out to them, but I don't want to be a pest to them, sure. but I want to reach out. I go, Hey, did you know this and that? But I'm here. If they want to talk to I'm here, right. but you know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes or feel like I'm right. impeding their, our guests up because they're, they're all trying really hard to do the right things. We'll so, yeah. Anyways, I think that's it from the council meeting uh, and so forth. By the way, so at the chamber lunch, I was honored. I sat with Financial Partners Credit Union. I saw you. I was, you were towards and, the front. I was towards the back. So, well, <laughs> so Financial Partners, I'm on their board too, but I, I proudly serve on their board. But uh, they're our sponsor, okay? And we've been now a year and a half. And, you know, we looked at the numbers the other day, and we want to thank everybody. Yeah. We, there's about 60,000 impressions on Talking Downey wow. with Mario and Downey. Uh, Mario wow. and Eric. Mario and Downey. Mario and Eric. <laughs> Mario and Downey. Talking Downey with Mario. See, you got me all tired now. Yeah. Anyways, so that's pretty cool. But we couldn't have done it with finan without financial partners. They've been here for 85 years. They did get an award today from the chamber for uh, longevity, I think for 40 years, mm -hmm. being a member of the chamber and so forth. Um, and there is yeah. a story in the Downey Patriot. It's online right now. Uh, they were part of a PBS series called right. uh, Opportunity Knocks. Yes. And it's uh, it's a good show. Uh, it's on the PBS website. And it won, it won an award. It won a tally award for the best reality television program. Yeah. And yeah. so I never thought of, you know, yeah. Financial Partners being as a reality show. Yeah. But, you know, it's not that type it, of show. But it's, it's, it, it is a PBS show. It's, it's that basically they took and they helped this couple that couldn't finance a house. And, and it was almost about the, you know, them searching for something. And they went, they went to this particular loan manager that really walked them through. I sat next to her today. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was pretty cool yeah. how they took advantage of, of, you know, the financial partners and, 
and I think it was just not, you know, guiding them. Uh, but PBS picked three different couples in three different situations, and, and one of them was financial partners. And that particular situation, yeah, they won an award, so good for them. Yeah, I so, know we talked about financial partners a lot because they're our sponsor, but also because they, they do good stuff. Do good stuff. Um, at the luncheon, Nader, Nader's the CEO, um, he was talking about to the Columbia Space Center yes, sir. and the plans for the future. And we've spoken about this, uh, but there's plans to expand it, remodel it, and kind of take it into the future. So that, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. It's We own the full-scale mock-up of the space shuttles called the Inspiration. Uh, we, the city of Downey, and you and I uh, own it uh, also because we're, we're part of this community. So it is to build a new building. We need more space. Uh, it's to be interactive displays. It's more for the uh, field trips to go there and have a big meeting place. So there's all kinds of opportunities there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm part of that, too, in a small way, and, and that's always been my uh, always been my passion, if yeah. you will. So, yeah. But anyway. Good stuff. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. we'll make this a shorter meeting on there and a shorter meeting. Well, this isn't a meeting. Dude, so we're really tired this we afternoon, are, right? We we're are. both going. It's like. This luncheon, it took a lot of my energy. Yeah. It was going really well. But then, yeah. You know. We normally do this on Thursday mornings, right? And we tape two back-to-back shows. So we decided, because we were all busy, to do it on Thursday afternoon instead of that. So we just came back from this lunch. And you know how it is after. And did you eat the cheesecake? I, I did. I, I, I eat the cheesecake. Oh, I shouldn't yeah. say it. No. It was, it was kind of dense, but they're always dense. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's banquet food. I mean, I get that. I'm not blaming <laughs> them on there. Did you but have the chicken? I did. The chicken wasn't bad. It was pretty moist. Or, no, you didn't like that either? Maybe I got a bad plate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You're trying to be nice I'm now. I'm trying to be nice. To yeah. the embassy suites. They did a nice job of... <laughs> But it's oh a be- it's a beautiful room. It is a beautiful room. It was beautiful right weather too. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have an aversion to that room on there. That was the room where I had my uh, reception party for my uh, Senate election. Uh, so yeah. you know, once you lose an election like that on there, I mm-hmm. you go back in and you yeah. get the heebie-jeebies on there, and I smoke cigars out there. But anyway, you know what? So no, sorry. Before we go, <laughs> we, before we wrap up, so we were in the banquet room, and out my table kind of goes out onto the patio. So I walked onto the patio, get some fresh air, mm-hmm. and I had a really good line of sight across Firestone to Ojos Locos. Oh. The, the signage is oh, up now. Yeah. So if you drive drive on Firestone past yeah. the old Denny's, where it's Ojos Locos, it's the sign is up. It's, it's there. It's almost there. Ojos it Locos, makes it real. It makes Mexican it real. Mexican cantina or something it says, right? Or what's yes. it? Yeah. I forgot what it says. Yeah, yeah. something cantina though. Right. Yeah. But it's it's coming along bright. It's it's right there and it's, 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 it's not coming. Bad looking. It, it's here. Uh, it's not bad looking. So the no, signage is not bad looking. No. So so Eric, so what do you think? We let's, we shouldn't tell our listeners and our viewers on there, but we should go check it out when they get built out, and then we'll make a report on it. To Absolutely, right? no, we uh, have to be fair. Yes, we yes, have to we be are. fair. Look, whether you like it or not, they're coming. They're here. So the, the building here. is up. The, the building's <laughs> here. I think I do want to check it out. Um, I've told you privately, you know, they have a casino in Vegas. I want to go check it out. Oh, um, really? I they didn't do. Know that. They have I, a casino. Oh, I forgot in, about that. Um, but this restaurant, we have to give them a chance yeah. and see how see how Eric, it goes. Eric, we should we should wear a mask in there. We're going to get beat up by if anybody sees us going in but, there, okay. like we're perverts or something. <laughs> but you know what? So I'm not going to say any names. But there's other establishments in Downey where the staff dresses, I think, worse. Yes. And they just they go under the radar, yes. but it, it's it's worse. Yes. Some of it is because it's who you know, 
too. Mm-hmm. You said that whole clickus thing. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, there's things on there. But yeah, you know that's interesting because that that dress code ordinance did pass. I don't know how it's being enforced, but we'll see. It's going to be kind of interesting when it goes up. Yeah. And and anyway, so um, we'll judge it by the food yeah. and by the drinks yeah. and the ambience and the the staff. And yeah. We'll we'll see. I I saw on on um, the Patriots. Um, and the Downey Beat on I, the Downey Beat shared the, the Facebook of the of the Downey Patriot. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, and it seems like there's, I don't know, there's 250 comments or yeah. all these people, and and some of the people were talking like we did, like okay, we'll we'll see. Right. And some of the people were like, you know, they, the comment was about the city's anti-pod, but for this, yeah. and I don't think that's a fair, um, mm. you know, fair analogy and and so forth, but. It was like almost 50-50. And yeah. some people were like, hey, what's the big deal? So right. I think it's going to be kind of interesting. And I think they're going to be crowded. We've talked about this, but yeah. they're going to be crowded, yeah. I think. It's on fire. So all these new businesses that come in, they all seem to be doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, by the way, just I'm not, we're not comparing. So don't we're not putting them in the same league. But Morisco's Choi, just down the street on there, good local mm-hmm. young uh, men that own it on there, they rebuilt. It's a beautiful place. We yeah. should go do a show from there. That's packed now. And I love walking over there and get food so yeah. they've remodeled it from a you know four tables to you know 40 and it's yeah. awesome yeah you know there's that nice new fancy place diosa mm-hmm. you know on here of course you got ola and you got the uh bella 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 bella, bella at the end yeah mumbo mumbo grill Oh. Oh, check out Mumble Grill. They're yeah. under new ownership. Yeah, yeah. Uh, food's good. Yeah. It seems like they, they've gone from like a bar type to uh. a to a food place, a oh, restaurant. I haven't been there. At least that. we should we should check it yeah. out. At yeah. least like in the daytime. I haven't been there at night. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's yeah. good. It's, it is is good. Joseph's open for lunch? I haven't been in there in a long time either. So, so no. I don't think so either. No. But yeah, so the downtown there's some restaurants happening. Okay, yeah. so we're getting uh, distracted here because we started talking about food. food. But <laughs> but yeah, Ojos Locos. Stay tuned for that. We'll do an episode from. It. So, anyways, listen, we welcome your comments and your thoughts. Uh, we have a whole list of shows that we want to do and topics today. This is we um, uh, two days after the council, we try to review the city council and just to talk, you know, openly like this, like we're doing here and giving our thoughts from, from both of us being local guys and, and Eric having a, you know, I'd like to see his emails sometimes because, you know, once in a while he'll share something with me or tell me something. But he gets emails as the editor of the Patriot. You know, people ticked off at everything and then people commenting mm-hmm. on there. So you you have an interesting email thing. I get, you know, stuff about talking to the council or this didn't happen during your time or did happen to your time. So we have an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like where we're coming from. So, But we'd love to hear from you. What are you looking for? What are your thoughts? And, and just your commentary on this. Yeah. Oh, one last thing. This is really weird. It's Oh, my gosh. At the end, I'm listening to the council meeting, kind of doing my homework for this. And you can watch it on video. This was a little bit longer one because they had two public mm-hmm. hearings. So during the public comment, somebody goes up, and it got my attention. I'm listening to it and kind of working away like this. And somebody says, on the corner of Firestone and Paramount Boulevard, on the uh, east uh, southeast corner, there's a power box there with kids playing in water on there, and it says embracing change. And it got down there that power box my family had had endorsed and 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 supported. 
And Embracing Change is the name of our book, and I think it's right here too, um, Embracing Change. So that's what we put on the hashtag on there. But this person was mad, says, the book of Solomon's and in Proverbs 21 through 24, it says that, you know, we should not embrace change. And they just caught me off guard. Mm. I had to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Somebody's commenting on the hashtag on the power box right. uh, and from based on biblical scriptures. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was bizarre, but interesting. And, you know, <laughs> funny that he felt so strongly that he went to a city council meeting yes. to comment. Yes, yes. Wow. I haven't looked up the scripture yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. I thought I'd end it on an interesting <laughs> but quirky little note. So How funny. anyways, listen, we uh, want to thank again Financial Partners. Uh, please uh, listen to us and talk to us and share with us and, and give us your comments. So thank you for listening and for watching Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.